Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, uh, as uh, tonight, a NASA probe probe will be destroyed and deliberately the NASA DART will crash into an asteroid called uh, Dimorphos to see what effect the impact has on its trajectory. Alan Fitzsimons is a member of the NASA DART investigation team at Queen's University, Belfast. Alan, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Right. So so I suppose, could you start by describing Dimorphos for us? Uh, How big is it? Well... Funnily enough, I can't do much more than that. We know it's about 160 metres across, and we know it's there, but uh, that's all we know. And in fact, our first good look at Dimorphos will be tonight when the DART mission is approaching at six kilometres a second on the way to impact. As I understand it, though, is this an asteroid circling around another asteroid? That's right. Dimorphos was uh, chosen uh, specifically because doing this test to, uh, on how we might deflect or, uh, an asteroid, change its path through space, is perfectly safe for Dimorphos because it, instead of changing its path around the sun, we're just changing its path around another asteroid. And so we know, and we've actually done the calculations, you'd be glad to hear, that nothing we do this evening can actually deflect it onto a collision course with Earth in the future. Right. OK, so do you know how big its rotation is around the other asteroid? Yeah. So the, the important thing is that we we picked this target it, because this double asteroid system was discovered uh, and and investigated back in the year 2003. And we know Dimorphos takes 11 hours, 55 minutes to go once around its parent asteroid called Didymos. And so the impact has been timed specifically so that when darts hits Dimorphos, it's just come around from the backside, if you like, uh, as far as the spacecraft is concerned, it's come, just come around from the from the rear side of Didymos, and it's in a prime location to be observed by all of our telescopes on the ground uh, on Earth, plus a small Italian satellite or a small Italian spacecraft called Lisa Cube, which it released on the 11th of September, and is flying past the asteroid system at the same time to give us close-up images. Right, OK. And, and do, you, do you have any idea that the impact of those two bodies hitting each other? Uh, what size of an impact that will be? Well, it's going to be pretty large uh, because DART is weighs about 570 kilograms, or, or you know, over half a tonne, and it's travelling at over six kilometres a second, so it's going to pack a pretty hefty punch. Now, it, it will probably only change the orbit or, or, or the path of Dimorphos by one or two percent, but that's enough for us to test the technique. And importantly, that's probably all we'd need for a Dimorphos-sized asteroid in the future if we found one and determined it was going to hit us in a few years' time. Do you know what Dimorphos is made from? Well, we don't, but we suspect it's made from the same kind of rock that uh, it's uh, the central asteroid Didymos is made from. And this is a kind of rock that we find uh, in meteorites here on Earth uh, all the time. Because if you like, meteorites are small fragments of asteroid hmm. that have coming through the atmosphere and, and landed on the ground. Dimorphos, and in fact Didymos, should it, hit, should it be on a collision course in, in hundreds of thousands of years' time, would uh, 
be similar to that except much bigger and of course packing a much bigger punch yeah now and so when when uh, um dart collides with dimorphous if the targeting if you like is that done has that been done already or is that done kind of closer to the time to make sure you don't kind of hit it you, you want to hit it in the center i assume yeah. rather than turn it and take uh, uh, make it make it spin that that exactly right well uh all the ma- all the corrections on the trajectory of the dart probe up to now have been done by control by the ground but at a quarter past eight tonight four hours before impact the spacecraft will go into purely automatic mode so it will steer itself into the center of dimorphous and uh looking at all the simulations and all this hard uh, hardware on board and and the software that's controlling that uh we're pretty sure it's going to do a really good job yeah. Now, and, and are there any, apart from these two asteroids, are there any other bodies around that you have to take into consideration uh, that you don't want to hit and, and, and cause some sort of knock-on effect? Well, the funny thing is, although we've almost found 30,000 asteroids that pass close to our planet at the moment, um, space is pretty big out there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when as DART was launched in November and went out on its trajectory to the intercept point, uh, we, we were pretty certain we wouldn't see anything else along the way. And indeed, we, we haven't. So although we've had to take into account, of course, the gravitational pull and of all the planets and the other major bodies in the solar system, all of that's been done successfully. And we're slap bang on target for an intercept tonight. Yeah. And I, I presumably it's far, uh, far, far enough away from Earth not to interfere with any man-made objects. No, 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 no. That, that's absolutely right. It's um, uh, the uh, tonight. Uh, Dimorphos will be eleven million kilometers away from the Earth, way beyond the Moon. So um, it will have no effect on us. In fact, you need a reasonably, reasonable sized telescope to even see it. And of course, that's what we're doing here on Earth because we need to understand what happens in the impact. So we have suites of telescopes around the globe, all trained on this uh, event tonight and for a few nights afterwards to to monitor exactly what happens. Yeah, and uh, and presumably you chose it in part because it was one asteroid rotating around another, but also was it because it'll be in uh, in a part of space where there's not much there? Well, actually, we, we chose it for two reasons. First of all, because, as you say, there's one rotating, it's one asteroid rotating around another. So when we hit this little asteroid moon, that's 160 meters across. Um, we not, we don't stand any danger at all of putting it on a collision course with Earth. Second, it makes it very easy to measure the deflection from Earth because we'll be able to see this uh, small moon and time how fast it's going around its parent asteroid. And that allows us to measure very precisely the deflection that was achieved. Then finally, the important thing is that it's actually quite close to our planet. It's it's only eleven million kilometers, which sounds a lot long way to you and me, but you know it's pretty it's peanuts compared to the rest of the solar system. So it makes it very easy to communicate with the spacecraft up until intercept and also observe the effects. Now, I suppose is this a, would it be fair to say this is a kind of a proof of concept you're engaged in this evening? That's right. DART actually stands for Double Asteroid Redirection Test. And it is a test. We've never tried to do this before. And it's one thing we've wanted to do for decades now, because we've got very good at finding these asteroids that can come close to the Earth. We've got very good at tracking them and predicting where they're going to be in the future. 
But the last step, what would we do when or if we do find one that will hit us in the future? That's something we haven't tested yet. And importantly, in, when we do our computer calculations and our physical modeling of what will happen, there's a wide range of uncertainty, a wide range of values about the outcome of this uh, impact. So that's why we need to do this experiment. Right. Okay. So, I mean, is it uh, on the really bad end possible that it makes doesn't knock a feather out of it, that it just continues on its many way with virtually no change? That, in theory, is possible, but we're actually most of the science team is going the other way. We think it's going to have a much bigger effect than what we might than uh, what we might have once calculated. Looking at our data from other space missions to other small asteroids in recent years, we think it's going to give Dimorphos quite a wallop this evening, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing exactly what that is. Yes. <laughs> okay. And and when it comes to tracking asteroids. As you said, the sky is an awfully big place. Is, is it physically possible to track all of them? Um, it's it's very difficult to track all of them. It depends, really, to be honest, on the size of your telescope. Now, the systems we've got at the moment have been very good at finding all the largest asteroids that pass near our planet. That's asteroids about a kilometre across or larger, that if they hit us, would cause global effects. Mm. And though we've found, we believe, about 95% of those, which is great. And so we don't need to worry at that level much anymore. But going down in size, it's like pebbles on a beach. For every boulder, you've got lots and lots of pebbles and shingle. So you go down in size in asteroids, and there are many, many more asteroids the size of Dimorphos than there are of the one-kilometer biggies. And we have found less than half of those so far. Right. So we need to find more of them. But we've got that in hand as well. We have a, a large telescoping construction in, in Chile, in South America. And that will come online in a couple of years. And, and that will find many more of these smaller asteroids and allow us to track them and find out where they're going. And uh, we're also even planning space missions. We're, we're space observatories to find and track these asteroids. So we're hoping that in the next 10 or 20 years, we're going to be able to give the, the Earth a relatively clean bill of health for the next one or two centuries. We hope DART is there just in case we find something that we need to be concerned about. Mm, it, well, it, it does happen. There was that one in Russia in 2013 uh, th um, that yeah, caused quite a bit of damage when it arrived. And now, that's one of the smaller ones. In, in that kind of scenario, Alan, how much advance notice would we have if we have, say, a version of DART up and running? Well, it, it depends. For, for an object such as the asteroid that hit uh, over the... Russian city of Chelyabinsk that you, you refer to back in 2013, that was 10 times smaller than Dimorphos. And right now we're very poor at tracking those things. If we're lucky, we'll have a few days notice. We wouldn't have time to do anything about it to divert that asteroid, but we would have time to alert people on the ground because we'd be able to calculate the impact site and, and evacuate that region or at least tell people to take shelter. With larger asteroids such as Dimorphos, you know, as I said, 10 times larger than the Chelyabinsk impact at about 160 metres across, then we're hoping once we get our, our next generation of survey telescopes up online, that we would have months, if not years, of warning. 
And so that is what we need to uh, apply something like a kinetic impactor. And we believe that's probably going to be the case. Alan, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Very best of luck uh, for Asia. I hope you make uh, a very big bang up there. That's Professor Alan Fitzsimons there, astronomer and member of the NASA DART investigation team at Queen's University Belfast. We're going to take a break. Back in a minute. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.